Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Well, hey, Jordan. Hey, Jimmy. <laughs> What's up, man? Oh, it's great to be with you. Hey, Passion Purpose Podcast today. And this is, I don't want to be melodramatic, but this day could actually change the trajectory of your life, your wife, your wow. children, your generations, and whether you at the judgment seat of Christ are empty or full. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, 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 I'm really focused and locking in here. This is, this is a big deal, uh-huh. right? So actually, we're going to spend two... Um, days on this, uh, one talking about the why behind our need to be intentional, okay. to lean into what God's saying to us, to follow through on what God's saying to us, being diligent uh, about the, the, the things that the Holy Spirit is, is speaking and leading and guiding and directing. And then the second day, we're going to talk about the what. How you actually do Okay. So for those who've been around a while, we've called it Roles and Goals, but that is quite a boring name for how do you Take the vision that God gives you, get a strategy around it, execute and implement it so that you have a full and rich life and inheritance. That's really what we're shooting for, okay? Mm. So here it is. It's summertime, uh, about to be summertime, and it's always a reset time. There's kind of three times in the year we reset. We reset in the fall before Mm -hmm. a semester or school year starts. We reset in January. The whole world does that at least for a week. Right. Uh, And then then we reset at the end of May as we transition to summer, and we're in that transition time. So when I when I'm when I'm so let's just dive in. Okay. So uh, every summer when I was when I was a college student, every summer was life changing, Hmm. which is pretty big deal to say, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the reason is, is because I saw summer as an opportunity to reset and in some ways kind of order my own schedule around what I thought was really important. Okay. So it'd be the first summer, you know, I wanted to get healthy. And so I had this rigorous training schedule for doing triathlons and I wanted to, um, uh, have different experiences and work in a law firm and work in a, a, a camp and wanted to, you know, d- um, make a certain amount of money. And I was diligent and did that. And, mm-hmm. and at that time, I was a new believer. I had some spiritual goals, but but I did. I got healthier right. and I had life experiences. And actually, you know, in the in the, the sovereignty of God, I look back to even that first summer and I was just telling the story the other day of people that came to the Lord mm. and 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 uh, lives that got changed and people I'm still attached to today just because wow. I actually leaned into what at that time I wouldn't say I would have done some huge seeking of God process but mm-hmm. it was like hey I feel compelled to do these things right. and and I got to get off my behind right. and just do them right right so I ordered that out the next summer was was probably the most life changing and I often tell that story where I realized I need to take the summer and figure out who Jesus is myself. Hmm. It can't be your Jesus or the church's Jesus or somebody else's Jesus or a book I read. I got to find out. Right. That's where I t- always tell the story of me starting the book of Matthew and reading through the Gospels and obeying every day what Jesus did and said and learned how to love him and know him. Mm-hmm. I cut out TV. I cut out movies. I cut out some other vices I had in my life. Got I just threw everything aside and said, I'm going to work. Hmm. Uh, and uh, be diligent there, and of course keep my other disciplines, but I'm going to find out who God is. Mm. 
So I'm just giving a couple examples. Right. Of it. Both of those uh, would chart the rest of my life. Wow. Then the next summer, I chose to go to Papua New Guinea and mm -hmm. live in the middle of the jungles among uh, tribal peoples. Right. Another life changer, right? right? right. And the next summer, I began to work in business. So every one of these deals of transition, but all of them were always wrapped around not just the goal of what I wanted to do vocationally. Mm -hmm. They always were, well, how do I do this? What spiritually am I doing? Mm -hmm. How am I developing as a person? What is the work that God has for me to do? Mm. How am I doing physically, right. relationally, who I'm investing in? I would go through all these different deals. Mm -hmm. But for, for me, and Jordan, this is where you can help me out. We'll just read different scriptures. It has a huge scriptural basis right. uh, to it. Right. And uh, Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. Therefore, be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise, making the most of your time, mm -hmm. because the days are evil. Mm. Wow. Do you think the days are evil? I think they are, yeah. Wow. I was talking about that. Yeah. So don't be, don't be unwise, but be wise. Make the most of your time because the days are evil. So don't be foolish, mm -hmm. but understand what the will of the Lord is. Right. Preach that back to me real quick. So we, we need spiritual understanding from God so that our lives are not uh, taken from, stolen from, and we don't just, which I've heard you say often, drift right and which yeah. is the need for the reset i mean how would yeah. you say that yeah absolutely yeah so all of us have the same amount of time when people say oh jimmy you're so busy or i don't know what to do with my time or uh, i'm so stressed out or whatever um time is a gift from god mm -hmm. and the the scripture here in ephesians 5 says so don't be foolish with your time right Make the most of it. Invest it wisely. Invest it wisely because evil is lurking. Mm -hmm. The flesh at the, at, the, at the least, but evil at the very most. Right. Because if our times are not ordered by God mm -hmm. or under God's rule and reign or under God's design, mm -hmm. then we begin to drift on the edges and the enemy just sits on the edges waiting to trap us right. and pull us out of God's design for our life. That's good. Right. Right. So, um, so what? What? Where I own this scripture was okay. I've got three months of the summer. Mm -hmm. So, Spirit of Living God, what is Monday going to look like? Right. Uh, or what are those big arching goals? Then, what are my days going to look like around there? Because I don't want to be a fool. Right. I don't want to be a guy who's a dreamer about mm. all these great things I want to do mm. or I'd like to do and never do them. Mm. Right? Right. Jesus actually said something about that. He said, uh, well, James says, don't merely be hearers of the word, but doers of the word. Mm -hmm. Jesus said it this way. His mother and brothers and sisters were waiting outside the door. Mm -hmm. And they said, hey, Jesus, your family's waiting out the door. And he said, uh, actually, it, actually <laughs> he said, those who hear the word of God and do it, mm -hmm. those are my mother's brothers, fathers and sisters. Right? Mm -hmm. So... Jesus made it so clear that those who are his friends mm -hmm. are those who partner with him to do his will wow. instead of ordering their own days. Right. All right. That's scripture number one. Good. Scripture number two. David prayed this. Another great guy. Yes. Bible. Usually he had, had some <laughs> challenges. Uh, Psalm 29 verse 12. Teach us to number our days that we might present to you mm. A heart of wisdom. Mm -hmm. That wisdom word there again. Preach mm -hmm. back to me. Psalm ninety twelve. Okay. So uh, you said earlier we're we're thinking about the end. So we're thinking about standing before Jesus at the judgment seat of Christ. Mm. And so then he's either gonna say, you know, he's gonna be proud because he's a yeah. God of love, yeah. but it's either gonna be foolish. I mean, if I'm thinking of this, 
I'm presenting to him as almost like a gift I'm presenting yeah. to the king. Yeah. A, my heart of wisdom. He shaped my heart. Yeah. But I partnered with him and I made wise choices. Yes. Because I'm going through these different verses. So God, I don't have unlimited number right. of days. Yes. Teach me to number them mm-hmm. so that they are ordered aright. Yeah, right. So so uh, it says, David, after having served the purpose of his God and his generation, was laid to rest with his fathers. Of course, he had some bad days. Mm-hmm. But you saw even his response to his failure was utterly throwing himself right. at the Lord right. and saying, who knows, maybe God will forgive right. and show grace. Right. And after his son died, then mm-hmm. he got up and said, okay, I've repented. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I've got days to live. Right. So even in his failure, he reset. Wow. He got back up wow. and was and, and fulfilled the prayer. So mm. I just want to say to all of us, we are all failures, mm. right? And we are all uh, loved by God, right? right? So he, he, he understands that. But the heart that resets, the mm-hmm. life that resets, mm-hmm. is one that gets back on the train right. and starts investing wisely and finds treasure in this life right. and ultimately at the throne room right. at the end. Right. I just feel like as you said that that there's there are some listeners today that that that's like a word from God mm, yeah. to get up off the you know I've heard it preached get up yeah. off the mat yeah. and reset not in self strength right like but like you said with David I'm throwing myself to the at Lord. the Lord and just trusting Him for what He will do with my life yeah yeah that's just so huge man and, and again I think let's just stay here a minute because mm-hmm. failure is a part of the human experience yes. And uh, I, uh, in what, what, what I have failed more than I've succeeded. Hmm. Same. But I probably, maybe though what keeps me going is I believe that God is faithful beyond my failure. Ooh. I believe he has something for me today, even mm-hmm. though I wasted yesterday. Mm. Uh, I believe my future is already set, so mm. I'm not... I'm not striving to be loved. I right. know that I'm loved. Right. I know that I'm forgiven. I know, but I also know that I lost something. Sure. And I want to lay it behind me right. because all I've got is now mm-hmm. in the future. Yes. So for me today, if I failed yesterday, but I live in the wallow in shame, anxiety, or trying to just be a better person, mm-hmm. then I won't love you today. Sure. I won't be aware of who's in front of me. I won't be able to engage the now of God, right? And so uh, there's this there's this balance to acknowledge failure. Mm-hmm. It's not you don't you don't need to be afraid of that. Mm-hmm. See, the blood of Jesus is more gracious than you could ever imagine to cover yes. that failure. Right. Make it right where you can. If you hurt a brother or sister, you need to make something right. But then live in the present, right. under the grace of God, right? Because we need you. Yes. So it's it's the forgetting, you know, it's a very basic scripture, yep. but forgetting what three, is behind. Twelve through fourteen. But it's then it's you know different translations: straining, yes, pressing, leaning. I mean, there's yeah. the, that's just active. Yeah, it's right. not. It's you said wallowing, yeah, which you're saying <laughs> don't do, totally. and that the opposite is that ah, engagement. I'm going in. Yep. Well, it's huge, huge. So we got. Ephesians 5, we got Psalm 9, verse 12. Proverbs 16, 1 through 3, again, this is going to make sense when we get to the what. Mm-hmm. But it says, The plans of a heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are clean in his own sight. So, like, we've got great ideas and we think they're a good way to go. <laughs> but the Lord weighs the motives. Mm. Commit your works to the Lord mm. and your plans will be established. Mm. I just went uh, over uh, at a little discipleship group 
this past week and we went over James four about you ask and don't have because you ask with the wrong motives. Mm-hmm. And he goes in this heavy deal about the adulteress says, do you know how the friendship with the world is intimate, right. enmity towards God and God jealously desires the spirit. So humble yourself, submit to God, resist the devil. Mm-hmm. James four is a whole nother beautiful unpacking. But what I was saying to the guys was, and these are very successful people that I was with. I said, look, you don't want your way. In the end, you mm. don't want to pray a little bit and work hard and get what you want. Mm. You want to get, uh, as, as one writer said, you want to get to neutral in your heart. Mm. God, not my will, but your will. Right. I, I have desires. I submit those, commit those to you, but I don't want my way. Right. I submit these plans to you. I submit these desires, even as we're talking about here in a little bit. So how do I order my days? What do I order it around? Mm-hmm. It's not to get yours. Mm. It's for God to get his, wow. right? If God has a design for Jordan Ogden, which he does, if God loves Jordan Ogden, which he does, if God has a perfect will for you, which he does, mm-hmm. then all you're trying to do is dissolve self right. and take on Christ right. and then live according to his leadership. That's so good. So, and, and that may be a successful businessman. That may be a construction worker. That may be a good father that makes a basic living or somebody that has more than enough. Mm-hmm. But you're not grinding for any of it right. or demanding any of right. it. You're receiving and responding. That's great. Right? Yes. So this little Proverbs 16, it says, the Lord weighs the motives. Mm-hmm. So God, I don't want to be in it for me. Mm-hmm. I want to be in it for him mm-hmm. and them. Whatever will bring you the greatest amount of glory, help the most amount of people. Mm-hmm. Shape me, right. change me, right. and lead me. Right so that I accomplish the goals that you would have for me, not mm-hmm. my own. Amen. Got anything else on that? I mean, I'm, I'm just on this thing about the power of meekness, mm-hmm. uh, for, where Jesus says, you know, blessed are the meek, they'll inherit the earth. Yeah. You know, I was like, what does that mean? And uh, the one translation I really like, it says it's, that meekness is it's you're laying down your own selfish ambition and plans and so your so agenda is going down, and then you're not, and whatever it is that God has, you're not doing it in self strength. Yeah. So both of those Rely go away, the, yeah. and then boom, you talk about a good inheritance and a good sure. future. Sure. You're putting your heart in that place where God can. And then, and here it is: whether it, it whether the world acknowledges or not, you're guaranteed a good future. Amen. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Right. Plans for good and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Yes. Then you'll call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. Seek me and find me. Search me with all your heart, mm-hmm. and I will be found by you. Yes. Another great scripture, right? right? Right. God's plans are good for Jordan Ogden, mm. his wife, his family, his kids. Mm-hmm. But Jordan Ogden is going to need to allow God to lead that process. Yes. And be open to however it may express itself, right. whether the world tips their hat to it or not. Right. Because you're not a worldly man. You're right. a godly man, right? And God's leading your life, not you. Amen. Whoa, Ooh. <laughs> getting it. All right. So well, this one we're gonna have to dip into so. Habakkuk. Yeah, yeah. We got we got one more. Uh, read it out to us. Habakkuk two. This is a bit of a classic scripture, but it's the first scripture we want to want you to hear. Go for so it. one one through three. Yes, sir. One through I three. will take my stand at my watch post and station myself on the tower and look out to see what he will say to me and what I will answer concerning my complaint. And the Lord answered me, write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so he may run who reads it. Last verse. For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. 
Right. So, so back to our back to our why we're talking about. I want to order my days to bring God glory to help the most amount of people. I want to order my days to get in on God's plan, not on my plan. Mm-hmm. I want to be diligent and faithful because I drift right. apart from the grace of God and a right. submitted heart and a plan. Uh, and 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 then this this scripture is famously used both in secular circles, though they may not use the exact scripture reference, right. as is in sacred groups. Hey, get the vision, write it down that you may run. So you have a clear vision statement, you mm-hmm. have a strategy, and right. then you run hard to you know be diligent to fulfill it. And that is true, but many times we miss the first scripture. Mm. And Habakkuk 2, verse 1 in the New American Standard, it says, I will stand on the rampart, or I will stand before God on the hill, and I will see how he will reprove me. Mm. Now, get the vision, take it, right. and run with it, right? right? So often we want a great vision that we come up with through great brainstorming mm. or idealism versus God, what, again, back to that motive thing, what in me that's flawed, what's not in line with your mm-hmm. purpose and your plan, mm. what needs to change and right. rearrange, let's clear that out. Mm. How are you reproving me to get that stuff out of the way so that then I can lean into your vision, right. not my vision, get yep. your strategy, write it down, and yes, labor more than all of you, yet not I, but the grace of God within me. Yes may lean in, mm-hmm. but under your rule and reign. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, we're, we're, we're just going to wrap up today around the why. And what I would say to everybody listening, you know what? You are not only loved by God, but you're made in the image of God for mm-hmm. the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And your inheritance is secure yes. for eternity. And your inheritance in this life is abundant and God wants that for you. Mm-hmm. And your inheritance for sure is in people's lives that you love and serve and honor and care for. And God has a place and a space for you to serve on the wall mm-hmm. as he did for Nehemiah among the people of God, in the city, in the nation, in the nations. And for some of you, it'll be a place of great prominence that the world acknowledges where other people may never know who you are. Mm. But both places are great inheritances of yes. richness and power and grace. The scripture says that we fear the Lord. Righteousness will extend to our children's children, whether mm-hmm. that's your spiritual children because you lived a rich and godly life, whether that's your natural children. Mm-hmm. Um, that is guaranteed according to scripture. Right. If we're not foolish. Sure. If we don't waste our days. Right. If we choose righteousness instead of unrighteousness right. and allow God to uh, lead us by giving us his vision, his strategy, mm-hmm. and his plans. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about on our next podcast walking us through the roles and goals for the summer so you can have an inheritance that changes the world. Amen. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmysibert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.